0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Today I want to discuss some great tips to making your first date successful. Recently I've been getting a lot of people coming to me who are very nervous. Just last night I had two people who were starting their first dates and they want to know how should I act, how should I behave, what should I do. So I'd like to share some wonderful tips with you today that can help that make that event less stressful, less frightening and less fearful. Now, first impressions are not the only impression. Yet without a decent first impression, we have no chance. You may not be doing anything wrong, but are you doing things correctly when you date? Here are 10 tips to help you be successful on your first date. One, get to know yourself. Take some time before your first date to review your mindset and end goals. I always sit down with people, especially my students and clients, and we draft what I call a top 10 list of what I need in my spouse. Then, when I'm on a date, I'm actually on a treasure hunt looking and searching for clues to see if that person has 6 out of 10 of those needs, not wants, needs that I need in order to make me happy. So, ask yourself the following question. Are you ready for commitment? Are you really ready for commitment? Are you clear about the kind of person that will make a proper life partner? It's both dangerous and common for people to attempt changing who they are, or their most important aspirations for life to accommodate the person. You can change because you want to change for yourself, but don't do it for someone else. You'll live a happier life if you set the stage for dating with clarity. If you go in with a purpose, with a game plan, with a GPS of what your goals are, you're more than likely to be successful. Number two, it's important. Dress for success. Put effort into looking your best. Even if you are coming straight from work, you can make sure you have fresh clothes on, Put your makeup on, if you're a woman, perfume, cologne, or simply a warm smile that says, I'm looking forward to meeting you. The body energy they give off is very important. It sets the tone for the meeting in a way that communicates you want to be there. It also makes your date feel respected, that you took the time to prepare, and that you look good. It makes them feel important. Number three, it's important to be punctual. We all have good excuses as to why we are running late. Try your best to make sure that you are the priority for your date. That signals, I respect your time and I take you seriously. If you are going to be a few minutes late, try to be courteous. And contact the person or the middleman or the shotgun or the matchmaker and let them know, I'm running late. That's just called good ethics and good character. So that they're not waiting or worried without information. 4. Attitude. Whether or not you're looking forward to the date is not what's relevant. The vibe that you'd rather be in 20 other places is a guaranteed date killer. Don't let them think or roll your eyes to say, "Oh, I wish I was out of here." Be positive when you're on your date. Be present, be open-minded, remembering that if you never see this person again, they'll still deserve your undivided attention, respect, and interest on the date. Even if you're sure that it's not for you, be courteous, be compassionate. be kind. make sure that you act like a gentleman or uh, you know the proper lady. If you are going through a difficult time in your life unrelated to your dating, so you may consider taking a short break from dating so as not to misrepresent yourself with a poor mood of attitude because that's only going to make your reputation worse. It'll sully your reputation. If you're not in it and you're not going to give it, you're not going to give it your best shot, you might as well just not do it. For so those dating hours, leave the stresses of your life behind so that you can be present and enjoy. I always tell my clients, be present and live in the moment. Don't sit there thinking, can I be married to this person if it's date number one. How do you know? You have so many more dates to have to you know, uh, go through. Rather, just live in the present moment. You may even be surprised and have a good time. Don't stress it out. Number five, choose the right place, choose the right venue to go on a date. Different venues communicate different messages. For a fun date, choose something interactive, perhaps a uh, Dave & Buster's, an arcade, or a a playful area. If you don't do well with small talk and intensive face-to-face eye contact, stay away from hotel lounges or coffee shops. Try to find a venue that will help you with conversation, such as a museum, a garden perhaps, or an interesting exhibit. If focus is a challenge for you, Stay away from heavy traffic zones or distracting venues or very loud venues. Undivided attention is a great compliment, And wandering attention that lands on sports displays or other people is just plain insulting to your date. Number six. Do avoid confrontational or controversial topics. The first impression you should leave should be... Positive. Topics such as religion, politics, ex-relationships are an absolute no-no, no-go zone. There is always room for these sorts of discussions down the line when a couple has become more comfortable and established a basic level of compatibility. But avoid this stuff on date number one. Emphatic and strong-minded opinions early on may cast you in the light as being an argumentative person, a disagreeable person, or simply inflexible. You'd always, you, always, you also would not want to say something hurtful or condescending or lush and horror, God forbid, or gossip, about any group of people, specifically any Jewish group of people. All right? Especially that person may be sitting right in front of you, may, may be part of such a group. Finally, it's a good idea to avoid negative talk about dating. Nobody enjoys the stress and pain of being single. No need to beat that horse. No need to act negative. You have to be confident and positive and upbeat. Seven, show interest. Even if you're sure that this person is for sure not for you, you are still stuck there for the next few hours. Make the most of it. Every person is unique in some way. Why not spend the time discovering what interests that person, what hobbies they may have, or projects that they're involved in? You never know. You may see a side of them you never thought they had. Alternatively, having felt respected and understood, they'll be much more likely to recommend you in the future or even set you up potentially with a friend. Number eight, actions speak louder than words. Try not to get caught up with externally impressive qualities. Try to get to know this person for who they are on the inside. One way to do so is to focus on their actions rather than wh- how well they present. Just because they're good looking and charismatic doesn't necessarily mean they would be a good husband or a father or a mother. Just because a girl presents as a quieter doesn't mean person she has no personality, opinion or depth. Give people a chance. Again, please give people a chance. Some people take t- time to warm up. Right, And they just take a little bit of time. But inside, there's a lot of good in them. You just have to take the time to access that good. Number nine, show up as yourself. Don't pretend to be someone else. Don't try to be someone that you're not to impress the date. There's a level of appropriate distance to a first date, but as much as possible, avoid posturing and trying to pretend you're someone that you're not. Over time, the true you will emerge regardless. You might as well be yourself early on. Either you will be appreciated as you are, or you will not be appreciated as you are. And you'll both be better off really being real about it. Ten, if you don't ask, you don't get. Whatever your level of observance, there's always room for tefillah, for davening to Hashem. Daven for clarity. Daven for peace of mind. That Hashem should make it easy in this decision. That the date should go well. That the relationship should only continue if it's good for you and that it should happen in the right time for both of you. If there are qualities you are seeking, you haven't yet found, feel free to ask Hashem to find you those qualities in a potential spouse. We are blessed with an infinite source of abundance above, yet often we don't take the opportunity to ask Hashem to bring the abundance down. If you don't ask, you won't get. Simple. Simple. If we internalize the source of all blessing, we prepare ourselves for success and soften the blow of failure. We're lucky that Hashem runs the show. His care for us is unbounded, and He knows far better than us what is best and what is in our best interests. Dating is a process of self-discovery. We learn critical lessons in what we need, what we want, and what works through experience in dating. Even if a first date does not work out, The perspective it offers brings us one step closer to our spouse. As often my father or my mother would say, when I didn't get what I wanted, you're one step closer to getting the right one. No need to linger on disappointments. Just move forward. Pick yourself up, move on, and spend your precious time exploring other options for that route to get to your soulmate. And Hashem should help us all. That with Hashem's help, we should get speedily to our soulmate. And if you need any help in that area... Whether it's dating or coaching or shalom bias or to help you in a relationship analysis, you can feel free to reach out to me at 305-206-1916 from anywhere in the world. Have a wonderful day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.